Readers Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We are so grateful to have you as listeners and subscribers to the podcast. I can't believe, well, if you're in the U.S., it's Thanksgiving this week, so I just don't know how this happened. Wasn't it Halloween yesterday? Anyway, (laughs) but we're very grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for reading all the terrific authors who come on the podcast. And today you are in for such a treat. Today, Ann Charles is on. She's a USA Today bestseller of some cozy mysteries that will just brighten up your holidays because they're so funny. So if you've never read Anne yet, you're in for a treat, and I'm going to go ahead and read her bio here so you can get to know her a little bit better. Anne Charles is a USA Today best-selling author who writes award-winning books that are splashed with humor, mystery, suspense, romance, supernatural elements, and whatever else sounds fun. She has a BA in English with an emphasis on creative writing from the University of Washington. She's a member of Sisters in Crime and Western Writers of America. She is currently toiling on her next book and wishing she was on a Mexican beach with an ice-cold corona in one hand and a book in the other. When she's not dabbling in fiction, she's arm wrestling with her two kids and attempting to seduce her husband and arguing with those sassy cats. (laughs) I did put a link to Anne's website right there on the Blog Talk site. So if you're listening live or if you're listening later, click that link and be sure to sign up for her newsletter so you never miss a release because she has so many books and different series and we're going to get into all that today. But If you haven't read her yet, you will be able to binge read for quite a while. (laughs) Without any further delay, are you there, Anne? I'm here. I'm a little froggy coming off a week of a cold, but I'm I'm here. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. A lot, so many people are sick right now, so I'm glad you're on the on the upside from that. Yeah, me too. It was it wasn't so bad. It was mostly just enough to be irritating in all the ways a cold is and then it would pass right. so i can't complain because <laughs> some people are really sick right now with different respiratory right. colds so yeah well you had a book come out just last month called the backside of hades which just the title makes me smile but um can you tell everybody <laughs> what it's about and why they should go out and grab a copy Sure. So The Backside of Hades is book four in the Deadwood Undertaker series, which I write with my husband, Sam Lucky. Uh, This series takes place back in the 1870s in Old West, uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. Back then it was the Dakota Territories. And it's a mixture of uh, Western and supernatural and humor and action. It's just an action-packed story. So if you're looking to escape and go back in time a little bit and um, ride along with Clementine Hank and the Sidewinders into, you know, a lot of trouble and all kinds of adventures, then it might be something you want to pick up and give it a whirl. If you're like me, though, and you like to start at the beginning of a series uh, so you don't miss out, the first in that series is called Life at the Coffin Joint. And um, you can find that in ebook, print book, audio book, all over the place. So 
um, the whole <laughs> series is about this uh, female, Clementine. She's um, come to town to Deadwood, and she's acting as the undertaker in town, but she's really there to clean up some problems that are going on. And she meets Hank, who is her assistant, who's like her right-hand man, and then the Sidewinders, which is Boone and Rabbit, who ride in from Santa Fe. And, and they're there looking for their missing uncles. So that's kind of how it all gets going and gets you into the story. And I know, because we've chatted before, that the Deadwood Undertaker, isn't it kind of like a prequel series to your big Deadwood series? It's the ghosts that are in Deadwood, they're alive in Deadwood Undertaker, right? Exactly. It is. the So the Deadwood Mystery Series my um, has 12 books currently, uh, five short novellas, or I guess they're not short stories, novellas, whatever you want to call them. Uh, that all go together to form this bigger series that's contemporary. And it's Deadwood, again, only it's, like I said, it's contemporary. So this this Deadwood Undertaker series gives you a, a, a flash, you know, or a peek back what was going on before and all the stuff that, you know, troubles and things that were happening in Deadwood so that, you know, if you read the contemporary series, you have a better understanding of, what Violet Parker is having to deal with and, and maybe what's coming for her. So, yeah, it's, they're, they're connected. There's characters that cross over. You can read one and not the other. It'd be just fine, you know. But if you enjoy um, digging into or sinking into a world, um, you can read both of them, and then you'll see characters and, and kind of have fun thinking, oh, is this, this, you know, this person in the future or is it, you know, what's going on there? So it can be a lot of fun. I love that. And I wanted to ask, too, you said that your husband writes with you on The Deadwood Undertaker. And I just heard, how, how did you suck him into the publishing business? How did, the, how did that all happen? <laughs> so he's really been here with me from the start, um, doing a lot of, you know, behind-the-scenes work. Most of us, uh, you know, most people who are successful, it seems like, there's never just them. It's It's a team or a couple, you know, that are really pushing forward. So he's always been there with brainstorming and um, technology, which is not my friend at all. He He's an ace at anything technology. You know, he does the cover work, um, the graphic art for the cover. My brother does the art, and then my husband takes it from there and does the graphic artwork to make the covers. Uh, and, and so... He, part of this, but when it came time, uh, we had this idea while watching this old Western documentary, and we started talking about how we never seen a female undertaker back then, you know, or anything about a female undertaker, so we started digging into it and, and learning, you know, there weren't a lot, of course, and death business was not always, you know, smiled upon, so... Right. It just started brewing, and I already had four different series I was writing, and I just, you know, I wanted to, and I've I've always loved the idea of writing a Western, but there really takes a lot of work to write historical, because you got to get your facts straight, you know, you want people right. to really, you know, believe in the world and, and enjoy it, not go, hey, they didn't have those then. Um, right. So he said... Well, I can do that part. I love researching and doing all that. So, and and he, so he just stepped right in, and now we write the that series together. I love that. Do you guys ever do you guys ever argue over plot points or characters, or you guys get along pretty well? 
You know, I'd love to tell you that we're like on the sound of music and everything's hunky-dory and we all just sing together and <laughs> hold hands, but it's not like that. We we definitely have, you know, points that we argue about which, which way we want to go or um, how things are on the page. And usually when it comes down to it, one of us has a stronger feeling about it, you know, and we, we both state our arguments, why or why not. And whoever really has the biggest passion for whatever we're talking about wins the argument. Um, maybe in part just because the other one goes, okay, whatever, let's just move on. Or just, you know, because it's a good point. Somebody makes a really good point, And so we go with that one. But yeah, it's, it's not over, always, you know, happiness and, rainbows and unicorns, but in the end, we're really proud of what comes out, you know, in the story. It's not he writes a chapter, I write a chapter so much. It's more of a blending of our voices. So that takes a little bit more um, work, compromise, uh, so that you agree on what's coming through, you know. And In the end, it's all about the readers and giving the best story we can. I love that. So is he enjoying being, you know, having to write a term paper every day for a living? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how, much do, how much do all of us writers enjoy? I mean, there is the, the creative right? release is wonderful. And, and when you hit that scene and you're just nailing it on the page and everything's awesome, yes, he's right there too. But then there's days where he comes out of his office and he's just shaking his head. Oh, you know, just... <laughs> Holding on to his forehead and like the rest of us. And there's days when, just like I'll say to him so many times, this sucks. I suck. What am I doing? I can't do this. <laughs> it's the same thing. Right. So it's, it's wonderful. For um, for years, he would listen to me bemoan about how bad I am as a writer when I started booking. This isn't right and it's horrible and blah, blah, blah. And so now, you know, and he always consoled me, but now he's on the inside with me. So um, it's good <laughs> in that way. It, it helps him um, be right there with me even more, and t- we go forth together. I love that. So I was telling you before the show, but um, since December starts next week, what? Um, I wanted to, to be sure people <laughs> knew that you have a bunch of different holiday stories that are in this series, like, and they're cute, Catawampus Christmas, and there's Jackrabbit Junction Jingle Balls. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the holiday stories? Sure, and if you go on my website, annecharles.com, and there's no E after the ends in Ann, um, and you go to my books page, at the bottom I think it's holiday series is what it is, or holiday tales or something like that is one of the, I really should know that exactly, but it's an it's an <laughs> option you can choose, and we've thrown everything in there that, from all the different series that are, you know, take place o- over a holiday, and and so there's Don't Let It Snow in Deadwood, um, Fatal Traditions, which is the contemporary Deadwood series again, and that's Christmas and New Year's. Um, and then again, Jackrabbit Jingle Balls and Wild Turkey Tango. Wild Turkey Tango is one of my favorites. It's a Thanksgiving story. And it's just, what? I laughed writing that novella. All, so much is just hilarity going on. And that takes place with the Morgan sisters from the Jackrabbit Junction series. Um, and yeah, like you said, Jackrabbit, um, Jackrabbit Jingle Balls. 
which is the Christmas version. Uh, and, and again, if you get into some of these series, like the Jack of Attention series, it is edgy. So it starts out pretty, pretty racy right out of the gate with, um, you know, some kind of crazy hilarity going on. So just so you know, it's not going to be a Hallmark movie when you sit down to read yeah. these. Although Catawampus <laughs> Christmas Carol is really warm and wonderful and um, it's, it's Charles Dickens. It's, it's Christmas Carol only in the Old West uh, and, and just the twist of it. You know, we loved Scrooge. My husband and I, we love to watch Scrooge every year. And so we wanted to, you know, play with that storyline and that idea and, and put it into the Old West and have fun with those characters. And then I have one called The Old Man's Back in Town which is kind of like a Groundhog Day type of uh, Christmas story. So that one's in there, too, and I'm trying to think what other ones we've done for holidays. Um, I guess we need to keep adding more so that we can hit more of the, you know, all the holidays. Uh, I think there might be one that's linked that's a Halloween or two. So, yeah, you can check out. Oh, I love that. Into into just, you know, a holiday tale. You can read them. You don't have to know the characters in the whole storyline. You can just pick them up and give them a try and see what you think. So they do stand alone? You don't have to read the whole series? You don't. It's it's like any other uh, – well, for me, I, I write, you know, books that you can read on their own, and I'll give you a little history of the characters, enough so that you're grounded and you don't feel like you missed the whole train and you're just, look, you know, looking at the caboose. But it does always make the story better, of course, if you know the characters, you know, right. going into it. But you can read them alone, too. I love that. And, oh, and the um, – the, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you can also listen to them. They're an audio book, too. So if you like to listen while you're sitting in front of the fire, you know, um, Whatever you do, I can't just sit and watch TV or do one thing. I have to do two or three things at once, it seems like, always. So knitting or, I don't know, making a gum wrapper change. Remember when we used to do that as kids, you'd make gum wrappers? Yes. I mean, that's that's kind of showing my age a little bit. But anyway, whatever you want. (laughs) Popcorn balls or string popcorn. There you go. Yeah, then you can. And I, when I was grabbing some of the Christmas titles before the show, I hit the um, the audio sample that was on Amazon, and I think it was the Jingle Balls. I'm not sure, but the opening was so funny. I It was something about rocking around the Christmas tree. No, scratch that. <laughs> rocking around the stripper pole. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a it's a a wedding shower, a bridal shower for their mom, the Morgan sisters, the three late, the three women's moms. They're in their thirties, and then their mom, of course, is their mother's age. But they they it was delayed, so the only venue they could get for the the bridal shower was the local strip club because it's holiday. (laughs) So. They're not wanting to be there, but the youngest sister set it up, and this is where she got. So it's it's kind I of love a, it. oh, what are we doing? So yeah, that's why I said it's a little edgy. <laughs> are the Jackrabbit Junction books connected to Deadwood at all? So yes, um, in that characters cross over. So the heroine of the Deadwood series is Violet Parker, and she grew up. In, in down in Rapid City, South Dakota, in the house next to the Morgan sisters who star in the Jackrabbit Junction oh. series. And the Morgan sisters 
cousin, Natalie, is Violet's best friend. So Natalie goes back and forth. Other characters go back and forth. You'll see sometimes um, the Jackrabbit, different members of them up in Deadwood in that series. So it's really fun to, you know, have this world where everybody kind of can be in other books. And it's the same with my Dig Site series, which I only have two of now, but I am going to write the third next year. You know, come hell or high water, I'm writing that third book. And that stars Violet Parker's brother, Clint Parker, who is a photojournalist that goes all over doing stories. And it all takes place down in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico with the Maya civilization and a lot of archaeology. So that's my Indiana Jones wannabe, you know, type of thing where I get to sink into being an archaeologist. Oh, I love that. How fun. (laughs) So I have to ask, because you have all these series and they all interconnect, how do you keep track? Do you have like a gigantic series Bible or do you have a devoted reader who keeps a spreadsheet? How do do you keep it all straight? That's how it started. Uh, a, A reader, Diane Garland, came up to me at a book signing and she wasn't even there for my book. She was there for the author across the way. And the line was so long at that author. She came over to my table and said, oh, hey, I've read your books a couple. And this was way back when I just had four out. And she said, did you know you changed so-and-so's eye color in that second book? I was like, oh. And she she goes, you know, I know, right out of the gate. And she says, you know, I can keep track of that for you if you'd like. I I." I enjoy doing that kind of thing. So if you want some help, I'd love to help you. And so that's how we wow. started. And now she has her own business called Your World Keeper that you can find online, yourworldkeeper.com. And she does this for a lot of authors. Uh, and she still does wow. it for me for all my different series. So, yeah, she's amazing. Um, and, and that's how it all started because, thankfully, I was, what, three books in and I'd already changed an eye color? That's a problem. <laughs> so. <laughs> track of so much, all kinds of plot lines. I mean, there's just so many details when you write a long-running series so that the readers right. don't go, oh, hey, whatever happened? Because readers are so smart. Oh, man, they are they are yes. right on top of all those details. And so you right. don't want to screw it up. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, it takes us, you know, weeks and weeks to write a book, and it takes them a couple hours, and then they can read the whole series in order. And so when we're writing them, it's it's not. So, so it's hard yeah. for, us to keep, for us to keep track, you know? I know. Yeah, I'm actually in the process of rereading the Deadwood Mystery Series, which has 12 full-length novels. Because of that very thing, I, I'm switching back to that series to write the 13th um, this winter, and I have Ooh, to go way back in. And I could look at the notes, but it just doesn't give me the full feel of thinking back into it. So, right. yeah, I'm, re- I'm rereading that and hope to start in December writing, but right now I'm in the thick of reading. I, I, do you enjoy reading it on the, you know, getting back acquainted with everyone or do you find things and go, dang it, (laughs) I wish I hadn't (laughs) written it that way or why did I put this corner in here or, you know, stuff like that? Right. Oh, there's little things that'll, 
uh, you know, if you, you always think I could go back and improve. But long ago, I, I, someone, some author of many books said, you don't ever go back and touch the first one because you'll just muck it up. You know, you'll just screw things up and make mm-hmm. it worse somehow. So you just accept that that's where I was, you know, for Deadwood, the first one. You know, right. Started in Deadwood. That's where I was as a writer back then when I published in 2011. And now when I publish, this is where I am. And, yes, hopefully there's a marked improvement, you know. Um, right. But, you know, over you know, 11 years, 12 years, there better be something that I'm doing a lot better. Right, right. You let it be improved. You let it be the, yeah, just let it be the fresh thing it was. And, you know, I I hadn't reread the first one in a while. I always skipped that one. But this time I went back with fresh, what felt like fresher eyes and reread Nearly Departed. And I surprised myself. I was like, I still like it. It's still, I'm I'm still good with that. So, woof. (laughs) <laughs> you're a brave soul <laughs> I know right going back way back to the beginning Eek. <laughs> I remember I had a series that they bought audio rights later after the whole series was out and so when Audible put out the series they put it out all at once and I thought well I should listen so that you know I'm know what I'm promoting. So I start listening to the books and, and I realized by like book four that I have a moment in each of these books where some scene will happen. And then the guy, the guy or the girl will go touche. And I'm like, dang it. (laughs) (laughs) there's no way that I or my editor would have ever caught it because by the time you're editing the books, you know, it's been months and you've written another book in between. But I, right. I was so embarrassed. I thought, you know, I'm never going to use that word ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is something about um, listening to the audio that you hear things that you just, you know, we've, we've read it, we've re-read, re-read it, we've read it aloud to ourselves a lot of times. But when someone else reads it to you and puts emotions in it, it's a different story a lot of times. And it is. Probably because they, they can't do the emotion maybe you initially planned for the character in your head. They're going to do it slightly mm-hmm. different. But, yeah, there is something about listening where um, it, it, it's just like I do enjoy listening because it, it kind of changes it and it becomes something else it a little does. bit. And then I'll I'll be listening and I'll go, I'll go, you know, like I'll say what the next line's going to be and I spit it out. And then they say it and I'm like, ha, I knew what you were going to say. I'm so smart. It's like, you're an idiot. You wrote the book. You better, you should know. You psychic. Every every time I uh, I listen to a book, I'll do that. Like I'll be walking around, taking a walk out in my neighborhood and, talking and laughing about what's coming next and and then all proud of myself that I nailed what's coming next. <laughs> it's just the the left brain in my head or the whatever the left side of my brain just puts their shaking its head like, Oh my gosh, girl, haven't we done this before? Do you ever learn? 
Oh, my gosh. Well, before the show started, we were talking about mailing things to readers, and you mentioned that you have a store. So if people love your books, do you want to tell people what kind of stuff that they can, extras they can get or signed books, or how do they do that? Sure. I have, so I have two different kinds coming. of stuff. Oh, that's right. I have two different kinds of stores. First of all, I have a Zazzle.com, an Anne Charles Zazzle store. Because my brother does illustrations for every book and we have all this, you know, all this art, original art that goes into each of the stories and series, we have a store out on Zazzle if you want to buy T-shirts, if you want to buy hats, if you want to buy keychains or whatever. Um, you can go to my Anne Charles Zazzle store and order the T-shirt style you like, you know, the size that'll fit mm. you, and just order right through Zazzle. Um, and, and we did that because it's so hard to stock certain things to fit, you know, everybody. So we just kind right. of like the use of the Zazzle store for that. <clears throat> and we use it also for photography because I have this side thing I do, which is take photographs. And um, every year, I, you know, I post them on social media all year long, and then every year – we do a vote uh, for the t- next year's calendar, and it's called Traveling with Ann Calendar. So uh, you can oh. get the calendars out there on Zazzle, um, and, and you can vote through my website. So we're just about to shut the voting window for the 2023 travel cam- calendar. But anyways, we do this every year, too, and that's on Zazzle, along with just some of the pictures people have left. We've made them out there so you can just buy the pictures to put on your wall, whatever you want to do. So there's that store. And then we have the Ann Charles online store. And this is, both of these you can reach from the homepage of my website. There's two different buttons on that. But for the Ann Charles online store, that is mostly books. And it's the books that I keep stocked here at my house. And when you order, you can say, hey, I want you to send this book signed to me and put a funny message or put, just say Merry Christmas or just something like that. And I'll write that. Or you can say, I want to, you know, I want to buy this series and I want to write it, you know, to my husband or to my wife in every book um, and personalize it. So we'll wrap it. We'll wrap it with, you know, gift paper and we'll do all kinds of fun little extras with a card and send it to that person. Um, so whatever you want, you can let us know and customize what you're buying. And we right now we have sets of the Undertaker series, which has uh, four books plus a novella. We have the Jackrabbit series, which has eight books plus two novellas. And then we have the huge Deadwood series, which is 12 books plus five novellas. So, you know, you can go out and buy gifts, and they're 25% off when you buy the set. Um, and I sound now oh, like nice. I'm a salesman, like selling used cars or something. That's, that's <laughs> no, these the are gifts the people store. want to give. <laughs> <clears throat> right. And we just, over the last two days, um, I'll do this periodically where I'll do an online live book signing for all the people that can't come to book signings in person. It's an opportunity for me to, you sent, you buy the book, you tell me what you want while I'm live with you. You'll be commenting and I'll be talking to you, you know, at the screen. I'm live. You're watching and talking to me via comments. And that's what we just did this weekend. And we just wrapped, um, I think I was telling you, it was like 160 plus books that we ended up selling and sending out and signing. So my signing hand is a little wimpy right now. 
<laughs> so do you do the the live signing? Do you do it over Zoom or do you do it on Facebook Live or how are how do you put that together? I I, I use a, a a service. Streamyard is the service I use, and I can go out to three places. And so I do YouTube, and I'll do my two different pages on Facebook because I have an author page, and then I have like a where you can friend me page, and both are for off, you know, for fans. But it depends right. you know, what you want to be on or both. But yeah, we'll do it on those two as well as YouTube. So you can reach it if you're not into Facebook. You can still go to YouTube and be part of it. Oh, that's cool. And it, people just leave comments because you can't see them if you're on StreamYard, right? I know. Right. I was telling them yesterday. So when I do this, I stare at myself because that's what I'm seeing is myself live. Right. So it's like you're talking <laughs> right. into a mirror the whole time. And uh-huh. I have to sometimes remember <laughs> this is not a mirror. People are watching you. So when you're making all these weird eyebrow things you're doing because you're looking at yourself too long, um, others are watching in the mirror. <laughs> uh, but so they can comment uh, right real time and say, hey, I'm, he-, you know, like I'll pull up a book and say, it's so-and-so here. And then they'll come on and comment and say, I'm here, I'm here, you know, and I'll say, okay, I'm going to oh, find okay. your book. And then I talk to them and I try to talk to them a little bit about maybe backstory or I'll, I'll have a list of things I want to ask everybody, like what's your favorite dessert at Thanksgiving? What kind of, you know, what are you going to make? And then we talk while I sign. And then I will read aloud what I'm signing so everybody can kind of hear what goes into a book when I sign it. Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. I love that. Um, we're we're quickly running out of time. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find you, where they can connect after they fall in love with the new book? Sure. It's anncharles.com. So www.anncharles.com. And if you go in there, there's a connect menu that you can get. You can write to me, you know, from there. There's a books uh, menu that you can go and read all the books, see where to get all the books, read about them, and, and go with an audio, ebook, or print. You can. There's links for places. Or you can find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on all the different social media. So you can find me out there, you know, lurking around um, on social media when I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> when we're procrastinating. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks yeah. so much for coming back on. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a great holiday season. And we'll talk again soon, hopefully next year. Thanks. That would be awesome. And happy holidays to all of you out there listening. I hope you have a a wonderful time with family or friends. Thanks, Anne. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us on Book Lights. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers.